genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Chasing Amy one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 100, quite possibly the greatest intimacy minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Brian Lockhart from the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we're currently breaking down Heartbreak Ridge. Oh, well that's very fortuitous, because there's going to be a lot of heartbreak this week. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I think think, uh, Holden's got a chance to pull it out here. Oh yes, it's... It's going so well for him. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there was any point where I really think he, he was ahead in the points at any point in this game. Like, let's say this is a boxing match. Uh, he was basically, he was taking some jabs there early, and he is, he's taking some hooks now. He's on the ropes, and it's not looking very good for him. He had a real nice entrance. Yeah. His entrance was good, but that oh, was yeah, he it. had a great entrance. He had like an Undertaker level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, he pulled. Yeah, I spoke of it already in this season, but he pulled a Sandman entrance where it was like a half hour long, and everybody was cheering, and then he got his ass kicked as soon as he got in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he he's got no substance. That's the problem. He he got stunned. You just missed it. I think it was was it Friday where he built all this stuff up, and she's just like no. It was yeah. it, it was literally the last line before this minute was the no. <laughs> well, because Alyssa's the only adult in the room. Because, right. Because, you know, she's the only one that she, – she literally has a look on her face like, I have to make this decision for these idiots because <laughs> you know, Banky just is like, all right, sure. I'll just do what he does. <laughs> Which says to me maybe Banky was into it a little bit. Because he was just like, sure. Uh, was he into it? But he's, is he into it the way of like – you're standing at the front of a roller coaster, and your friends are like, "Come on, let's come on it. Come on, buddy, come on, come on." And you're like, "Uh, yeah, sure." <laughs> and like, they didn't make you go on it, but they didn't not make you go on it. <laughs> right, well, right. There was definitely a level of peer pressure involved. Yeah, but uh, you know, a threesome is probably not the place to be that you want to be pressured into doing something. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no build up. It's not like that. That Alyssa and Banky had a discussion about this first. He thought he was just going to jump in, like. Assuming my wife listened to this podcast or had any interest in anything that I did, <laughs> I would ask her of like, what would be more disconcerting if I asked you to be in a threesome with someone who we're both friends with, or like if I picked somebody out who I'm friends with who you fucking hate, and like, yo, let's have a threesome with him. <laughs> like, what I, I hate his guts. <laughs> yeah, so? I feel like you'd have a better chance with like a total stranger than a friend. Oh, definitely, because... Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been wondering how he thought this was going to work because they hate each other's guts. Right. He's the only common thing, and it's like he just thought it was going to work, and it was just miraculously going to heal everything. I still don't understand that he think it was going to be fine, like him and, like him and Banky were just going to be friends after this and nothing ever was going to get mentioned about it. I, my, my question is, how far did he think this threesome was going to go? Because like this whole setup was... You, you know, this is something everybody sees but you. Although, right. when you watch the movie, the only person that ever sees it is Hooper X. He's the only one that ever says that that boy loves you in a way that he's not willing to admit. <laughs> nobody else points it out, but he says everybody sees it but you. And so, at, at what point, like, like how far were the, those two willing to take it? Like, I, it just seems so odd. And, and like you said, how are they going to be friends afterwards? Well, <laughs> you think they could have started it up and Alyssa could have walked away? You think I- Yeah, oh, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> she, she waits for them to get, like, 
you know, beyond the point of no return. Then she's like, peace, and walks out the door. <laughs> I actually like, had a, not, not that exact scenario, but I had a friend one time. It was a couple guys together, and some woman was like, hey, I got this, um, uh, you know, porno I want you to watch. And so they, it, they were playing a prank on him, and they gave it to him, and they started watching. It was two dudes. And they said, no, no, no. The girl's coming in any minute, so they kept watching. <laughs> and they kept waiting for it. And everybody, of course, everybody but one figured out what was going on. And the last guy was like, no, no, they're coming any minute. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> See, the only way when something like that gets done to you, the way to reverse that is to lean into it even further. Yeah. Um, like yeah. they, they put it on, you're like, I've seen this before. <laughs> oh my god, I love this movie. <laughs> they must be really close. <laughs> what are these guys doing? Are they playing leapfrog? <laughs> yeah. I have some plates just like that. <laughs> yeah, he's. It's. It's not that this doesn't work that surprises me. It's Holden is just so stunned that this isn't yeah. working. He thought this was a sure thing. This was a one-foot putt that he has somehow missed in his mind. The first line he says in this minute is ridiculous. I thought you'd be into this. He's oh, lucky yeah. he didn't get slapped right there. Oh, he would have been deserving of a slap. Yeah. This, now, when people rewatch this movie and they talk about how much they don't like it now compared to you know 25 years ago, I don't think it's all the weird lesbian shit that bothers people. It's this. It's he fucking is, Holden. That's he what talks is. down to her so much for the last two weeks. Like, she is just like, he's like, I thought, yo, I thought you'd be into this. If it wasn't Ben Affleck, if it was like a, a more of a dude bro type person, it, like if he had his hat on backwards, you know, and he's got like a couple shitty barbed wire tattoos, <laughs> like, you'd be like, I, I want this guy to die. Like, uh, I feel like that now anyway. He doesn't even need the barbed wire tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, it's even when she says no, he doubles down. He still doesn't get what he, why he, yeah. what he's saying doesn't work. And, and he is he is sincere. He literally thinks this is the right course of action. I think it's the only thing that even remotely saves him as a character as far as his kind of turnaround later. It's the fact that he thought he was doing the right thing. He's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not a he's not a dirtbag per se. He is lost. He is yeah. completely lost. But I, and because she did it once, he thinks this should be no de- big deal for her. Could you imagine trying to pull that bullshit on your wife or something? Oh, my God. Hey, remember that shit you like to do 20 years ago? Do you want to – like, imagine just doing shit you did 20 years ago. Like, forget about sex stuff. Like, just (laughs) anything that I used to do. Yeah. It's like, hey, do you want to go stay out all night at the club? Yeah, fuck no. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Hey, you want to drink till you throw up? It should be no big deal for you. No, I don't want to fucking do that. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I thought you'd be into that. You, yeah, you did it 25 years ago. I thought you'd be into it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I still think he could have he could have pulled his bacon out of the fire if he if he didn't double down right there. Like, you know, he 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 presented his case. The case was shot down. If he just said, you know what, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking. This was stupid. Uh, you know, I'm I'm grasping at straws here. I'm trying anything. If he came out like that, I think he might have been okay. It's the fact that he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I think. Up until I don't know, I had his him him being done as soon as he said it, just because of the way she reacted. But she's such a nice person. But here's the thing: at some point, what he needed to do was throw himself at the mercy of the court. He needs to get down on his knees. He needs to get some tears in those eyes and say, "I am so upset. I don't know what's going on. I'm just lost." Blah blah blah. 
may not save their relationship, but like she's at least going to understand that of like, okay, you're just completely lost. But like just doubling down over and over and over again, no matter how much the stakes are up against you, he's he's got 18 in front of him and he's like, hit me. <laughs> no, I got hit me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think after she dropped a no, he could have just said, no, nah, I was just kidding. I don't want to do that either. I don't think he could have gone, no, I'm just kidding. He could have even said like, oh, you know, like – I, even if he stopped right there and was like, I just didn't know what else to do. Yeah. Like, I really want us to be together, and I don't know what else to do. Like, you could at least play that card. Just play like the, I just, I don't know anything. The problem is, it's going to start an argument because they're both there. Oh, yeah. And, that's, where, and, that's where everything's fucked is you have them both in the same room. The next time he starts talking, it gets even fucking worse. This has to happen. I need this. Why can't yeah. you see that? He's a, that? He's a weirdo. That's what sums up the whole problem, though. This has to happen. I need this. Right. It doesn't have shit to do with you. I need this. Yeah, yeah. And therein lies the entire problem of why he can't get this shit. He can't square this circle. That is holding from the beginning. I, 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 me, I, me. That's it. That's that's what's wrong with his character from the fucking get-go. He's always been worried about himself. He's never been worried about anybody else. And, I mean, I guess that's supposed to be his character arc. But remember, it's more of a character straight line you know <laughs> to the last two minutes <laughs> dude how about the next line you, you can take it from two guys whose names you can barely remember but i ask you this experience the shared experience like it what she should have walked, walked out the door right then she should have oh fuck you and walk out god the <laughs> yeah because she gets insulted and he doesn't stop insulting her i got insulted <laughs> <laughs> Because he's indignant. I mean, like I said, I was trying to say, well, he's a nice guy. He's coming from, you know, he's trying to what he thinks is the right thing. But he does get indignant when she says no. Oh, yeah. It, what, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> if Now, if you were his friend, assume you're not part of the weird threesome. You're just sitting there. If he said that to her, you might be like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> it's like, like what are you, a fucking asshole? You know, at some point, you got to step in and rescue your moron friend. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, again... This is one of those times where you wish that he had eight beers before this happened, where you could be like, he's just drunk. You just uh, <laughs> just don't listen to him, and you drag him away from her. He did have some wine on the table there, though. Oh, but that was celebration wine <laughs> for the threesome that ain't never going to happen. Yeah, he was he was planning on having that right before they uh, took their clothes off, I think. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to figure out the whole logistics of how he expected this to work and be something that was going to make them stronger he even says it like you know there's nothing we won't be able to accomplish or whatever he says it, it's I, I, how is it, are they all going to date each other afterwards or are they just going to that's what i was them? thinking yeah it's like isn't yeah, it going to be weird to... when he ha- when he hangs out with banky yeah listen he wants to have a stone cold sober threesome with two people who don't know about it until now and don't you think banky's <laughs> going to break his balls for the rest of his life after this oh my god yes could you <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's definitely going to be like, and Matt, just in the perfect world where like they stay together. Be like, remember that one time? Remember no, when I banged your girl in front of you? Never we, gonna stop. Remember the wobbly H high five? You know. <laughs> remember my dick's bigger than yours? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's just so lost. How can you not see this? Ugh. Because it ain't there, man. That's why right. I can't say it. <laughs> Experience like it where it's about intimacy, and you say no. How is it about? In- I don't. Maybe in his head. Well, because it's not like, to him, it's like not just raw sex. It's like, 
I, you know, we love each other. The only reason we're having trouble is because we can't get past this, or he can't get past her. Parents. He, yeah, yeah, he, she's fine. Yeah, um, and she's even still willing to forgive. Him. She was willing to forgive him after that big blow up, uh, <laughs> you know, at the at the hockey rink. Yeah, oh yeah, and that was a dick move too, right oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I saw something, I was reading something a little about it that they said the only reason they went and filmed at the hockey, like that scene was supposed to happen like this scene on a couch in an apartment. It was, oh. The only reason that they uh, went to the hockey arena was because one of the, it might have been a wine scene, I can't remember, but one of the producers, somebody suggested you need to open the movie up a little bit more. There's too many shots of people on a couch. And I think said, it might have been. I don't think it was the wine scenes because I don't think they were like. It might have been Jim Jacks or one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. One of like the line producers, one of the people that was in there. I do remember Kevin telling that story of like, they were like, you cannot have another fucking scene <laughs> in a room on a couch. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, and I think that was meant to be like a fairly large size arena that they went to. It's just they didn't have the budget for it. <laughs> is my guess. That's what I'm wondering. If they, if this was a five million dollar movie, is that at you know, like the Devil's Arena, yeah, you know, someplace like a real public place, not yeah. like we have twenty-five extras, stuff a ball in this one little corner. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, now it would be like I think Chris and I might even mention if you do that now. Oh, there'd still be twenty extras, but it'd be fucking packed with cameos. True. It'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be all podcast co-hosts, and you know, it'd be like Ralph Garman and Mark Bernardin, and they'd all be in there, and everybody'd get a little little line. Somebody'd have Shecky on their lap. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Jericho for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been following Kevin around a little bit lately. Yeah. <laughs> Jericho's in there complaining about the ratings. <laughs> you just got on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about Le Champion that way. <laughs> now, he might have partook in the threesome and then had a little bit of the bubbly uh, beforehand. <laughs> true, true. Listen, yeah, if Jericho is the third person in the room, this threesome's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's replacing Alyssa. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, he wouldn't at that point. Yeah. What was I watching the other day? Oh, that was a, I watched John Oliver the other day, and he had, they had a segment with John Cena in it, and he starts talking, he's got like a suit on, and he starts taking his suit jacket off, and starts like stripping down, and he's just like, just remember, I'm your wife's number three pass. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts taking all the stuff off. And he get, when he finally gets his shirt off, he starts flexing. He's like, uh, and now I'm your wife's number one pass, and you're number three. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, we, we might have to do a movie with Cena. He's, uh, he's, you know, he's a Marine, you know. Yeah. He's the yeah. Marine. He, he was in the Marine. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. He's the yeah. Marine. <laughs> you could do the Marine or one of the shitty Marine sequels. Yeah. Oh, I mentioned that to my co-host, and he said, "Hell no." <laughs> the first, the first one is not bad. the The Cena one is like it's just generic, it, and it's before Cena kind of knows yeah. how to act much. He's kind of he looks like every generic WWE wrestler that becomes an actor that's not any good <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah, he, I mean, it's like Rock and Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, they haven't found their footing yet. <laughs> Most of them never do, only a couple do. And, like, I hate to admit it, but Cena's pretty fucking good in a lot of other stuff. He's pretty funny. He's a pretty <laughs> funny guy. <laughs> I do like in all movies where, like, people want to, like, fight him and say shit to him. I'm like, you would never, ever say a crossword to this man. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's, like, 6'5", built, like, a brick shit house, and people are like, get out of my way. I'm like, you are not talking to him that way, ever. <laughs> 
I, that's one of my favorite things about movies, like people, movies with like him and like Arnold and stuff like that. I'm like, you would not talk to these people like this, right? Or somebody walks up and like bumps into them. It's like, yeah, right. Yeah, you bump into this <laughs> monster, you'd be like, I'm pardon me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So his his whole reasoning for this, he'll be there. Oh, yippee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when it's over, it'll be strongest than they've ever been because they've been ever through been. some nasty shit together. He says. I guess it's not as, as intimate as he says, but he says it's the strongest we've ever been. How long have they been together? True, true. This is not like a ten-year marriage where you're like, <laughs> well, listen, we got to take this one in a million gamble. It's our only chance to save our marriage. It's like it's our only chance to save our six weeks relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about as good uh, good of an idea as getting pregnant to save the marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you're this early on. Just cut bait, man. You're done. Like yeah. you're done. If you're if you're pulling like this one in a million shit right in the beginning, like it's not happening. Right, and what are you going to do to top this later on if this is what you had to do to keep the thing together? <laughs> yeah. What's the next one? Like, I guess a foursome? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we have to go to, like, an orgy? Maybe invite over Jane Silent Bob? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Maybe try to get in, uh, what's her name's book? Oh, uh, Trish the Dish? Trish the Dish. Well, I don't know. This is only two years later. Trish still isn't legal. She's still not legal, is she? That's right. What was she, 15? I think she was 15, yeah. So oh, she's like 17. God. <laughs> yeah, well, then you, you, of course, then you introduce the problem of that's her sister too, right? Oh shit! It is her sister, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, so now I, you topped it. Now you really topped it. <laughs> well, at that point, I guess you know. I, yeah. Well, you certainly topped it. I don't know if it's any better. <laughs> oh, it's not better. <laughs> at that point, just get on the phone and call Heather up. <laughs> yeah, get them all in there. Bring uh, Rick Darris over. <laughs> no, he's part of the problem. You can't bring Rick Darris over. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want somebody in there. It's uh, way above your uh, ability level. And he's uh, he's the threesome that started this crap. Yeah. And you can't bring Rick either because you never know. I mean, he could be all crudded up because of him. You know, like this. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that's right. Guys, <laughs> crudded up. <laughs> that, that, that's a great line. <laughs> that is a great line. <laughs> it's like he just cannot see that she has tears like pouring down her face and is obviously like devastated about this whole thing. And he's just like, "What? What's the problem?" Yeah. Well, wasn't it literally just the last minute where she's like, don't say it? I mean, she yeah. literally said it out loud. It might have been two minutes ago where she was saying, don't say it. And yeah. then he finally said it. And when he went to talk to her, she's just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't get more definitive than that. She said no. It's just so weird that he brought them together in the same room, knowing that they don't like each other. Literally, right before he made his proposal... Banky even says, "Oh, I thought you just had me here to save the time, save time, so you don't have to tell me, you know, you know the story afterwards. So I can just witness it." And it's like, you think this is going to work, and you still did your pitch. <laughs> I thought about it later. It, a better way to do it, which also still would not have worked, but I think is the way you have to go into a threesome like this. So you want to have a threesome. He's the only person on board. You need to have minimum two people on board with this. So he either needed to convince Alyssa to bring Banky in. Or get Banky on his side and then try to convince Alyssa. Like, you, at no point were you going to convince them both in the room. Yeah, was he trying to, like, guilt them into it together? Is that, what he, is that why he had them both there at the same time? Listen, if I thought the man had a good plan, I would tell you about it. This is the worst True. plan ever. You're right. I mean, I understand he is including Banky because they have, they've had a relationship that's now on the rocks because of her. So he's thinking, hey, if we just all have sex, we'll forget about it. But wouldn't you think that if he wants to get on par with her and get to her level, 
he could have tried to work in a threesome with another woman, like maybe one of his, one of her friends. Not to mention she's a lesbian. Like, what, how, how it's it's probably easier to get her to do that than Banky, who she hates. Yeah. Also, if you're gonna float this plan, maybe just float the plan as a hypothetical <laughs> instead of having him sitting in the room. <laughs> maybe ask her first. Yeah. You know, you do the whole, oh, wouldn't it be a lark if we just, oh, wouldn't it be crazy? Oh, it's, oh no, no, I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, you like how he he was more than willing to say, well, you've you've had sex with two other guys, therefore you can have sex with both of us. You don't see him going, hey, I lined up five women for you to have sex with because you've had sex with women before. Right. But as he said, that didn't bother him. So is this almost like when, when like, you... Uh, you know, you're afraid to swim, so you jump in the water anyways, that type of thing, or it's like, oh... No, I think it, it goes back to his lesbian sex is not real sex. I don't think he ever came off of that. To him, that doesn't matter. Oh, gotcha. It's, it's only... She's only being icky when she's with guys. Right. When it's with girls, that's, ooh, that's hot stuff. All that shit Hooper said earlier is absolutely true about, like, oh, you know, you only care because it's, you know, she's with women, and he's like, oh, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, but if one bothers you, the other should. Now, none of it should bother you, <laughs> but if one of it does, <laughs> the, the other one should, too. <laughs> I don't know. It's almost like Holden's uh, not a great person. Yeah, since minute one. <laughs> no, not since minute one. No. The first, like, ten minutes, he was the more adult of the group. Yeah, he was okay in the very beginning. I didn't it start w- hating him until, like, ten, fifteen minutes in. I, I mean, oh. <laughs> love, love makes people do stupid things and act stupid, and he's proving it. <laughs> right, and he's a child, so it doesn't, you know. His, his biggest crimes are being like basically just being mean to her like he's really being shitty to her and his other crime is never listening to anyone's advice (laughs) people are giving him great advice and he's just like nope gonna go do something stupid even friggin jay gave him great advice yeah Yeah, i I mean the hooper when they were in the record store when he was that's a funny scene where he's like oh oh you know like oh shock you you know but he basically said what's the big deal and and he's like, "What? It's not going to bother you, will it? You know that type of thing." And he, it, it's right. He just tried to tell him, "Let it go. Don't worry right. about it. Don't let J- him, you know, break break up what you got going on." Jay even said, "Good. Now she got it out of her system. That's good." I mean, you know <laughs> how guys are. They're stupid. They're like, oh, you know, like you can't. That's all you. It's like, okay, I, I should say younger guys because, yeah. you know, I think you. I've heard you guys mention how this plays better if you're like eighteen, nineteen, not twenty eight, twenty nine. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, but it's like guys are stupid. I think that's kind of the whole point. It's like, oh, I can't get – he even says – Holden does even say, this shouldn't bother me. I don't want it to bother me. I can't get past it. (laughs) And this is such a crazy way to try to get past it, though. Yeah, the movie logic is the threesome because this happens to a lot of people in real life of, like, I can't get past it. I can't get past it. Most people only talk about it with the significant other. And I still don't think – no matter what he did, no matter what he said, threesome or no threesome, this relationship was never going to work out. He's just that he's not there yet. Yeah. He's not to where she is yet. Nothing was going to get him to where she is in the time frame they were going to be together. So she's so what, above him? Like, she's a level above him? Is that how he feels? Like, he's got to get to I, her level? She's further along in, in, like, her ability to have her. She is at the stage where she could have a normal adult relationship, and he's not there yet. Yeah, apparently he's not. I mean, forget the age thing for a while because there's probably people that are 18 that could have a nice, stable relationship, and there's people that are 40 that still can't do it. Right. <laughs> but, like, he's not there. And, like, she brings that up earlier. She's, I mean, I think it's, she did it a little bit last week, and I still think she does it a little bit this week of, like, 
you're just we're not at the same level. We're just you know it's like you're too childish, even though you're the same age as me. Well, his his solution is to warp speed full ahead, you know, full warp engage. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what he thinks he's going to do. He's just going to he's just going to suddenly catch up to her level by having a gay experience, a threesome, uh, but also doing it with, with the woman he loves. And he was springing it on her, and he was doing it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right <laughs> what the hell? This has to happen. <laughs> Can't you see that? Yeah. Oddly, that's exactly how Chris got asked me to get on this show. He was like, this has to happen. It has to happen right now. Can't you see that? <laughs> that's how we ask all the guests on. Yeah. It, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good pitch because he said, you know, once we go through this, you know, once we podcast together. Just we'll be stronger than ever. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> you know what Brian said? Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff said no, and I was like, oh, thank God. But, yeah. but yeah, here we are. <laughs> I said no. I cried for a while. <laughs> Chris said this has to happen. <laughs> I poured three glasses of wine. <laughs> Single tear going down his eye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that we've all got a single tear running down our eye, anybody have anything else for this minute? <laughs> I do not. Don't oh. worry. Uh, next minute's really going to shake things up. And oh no, it's not. It's going to be this exact same location. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same conversation. Just a little more action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want you to go ahead and uh, do your plugs, Brian. Yeah, sure. I'm uh, Brian with the uh, Marine Corps Movie Minute podcast, where we're currently going through uh, movies of the Marine Corps. We're breaking down uh, not a series of movies, just movies that either feature Marines or are about the Marine Corps. And our this is our first jump into the movies by minutes podcasting, and we're doing Heartbreak Ridge, uh, Clint Eastwood classic. Uh, so you know we can we're found on Apple and all that. It's just Marine Corps Movie Minute, and we're on. Um, Instagram at uh, Marine Corps Movie Minute Pod. That's uh, we do. We, we like that a lot. And we are the Jays on the Bob Minute. Ah, I beat you to it, Jeff. I heard you sigh, so I went ahead and did it. Let <laughs> <laughs> me see how long I can wait. <laughs> we are the Jays on the Bob Minute. We're on DuelingGenre.com. Go check out MoviesByMinutes.com. You'll find Marine Corps Minute there. You'll find our Minute there. You'll find Star Wars Minute there. Check them guys out. They started all this. You got anything else, Jeff? Go ahead. Make my day. I cannot use any of the stuff from this minute. It's just all whining. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were going to do at the end because I plan on playing John Cena's music at the end of this. <laughs> you want me to just start screaming, you, you don't see me. <laughs> Alright, stop recording. My thing. <laughs> and I shouldn't have said thing. <laughs> you said you're rubbing your thing. I don't know. No, I'm rubbing my hands in front of Isolate that audio. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm isolating. Brian's rubbing his thing right now. <laughs> this is a risque podcast. Stop recording.